Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, I am talking to Angie Monko. She is a life coach of conscious women leaders who are overworked and overwhelmed and need stress relief. Don't <laughs> A lot of us need that, Angie. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> so I love this. So this is kind of your this is the the direction you're going in right mm-hmm. now for women. And it and we a lot of us are overworked and overwhelmed. So what kind of people are coming to you? Well, um just arriving at this overworked, overwhelmed and heading for burnout is something that I actually looked at many, many years ago. So I was working with women in this in this area. And it was going really well. And then and then I lost my daughter, Maddie, four years ago. And that just kind of changed the trajectory of what I focused on. I got a little bit scattered in a way, in a way. Well, you um, would deserve to be a little <laughs> bit scattered after something that right? traumatic. And, and, and so I started really delving more into working with women who are— having a grief experience. Um, it could be a divorce. It could be the loss of someone they loved. So so I really was focusing on these two types of people. Right. And, and what I've discovered is that when women are going in the midst, and they're in the middle of a divorce, that they are very unstable. There's a lot of instability, financial instability, and so forth. And sometimes um, that, that's not my ideal client. Because um, it's not that I can't work with them and can't help them. I can, and I have. It's just that that is not who I choose to work with. I want to help them after they're divorced, after they're more settled into life, and then help them deal with the fallout of that. Gotcha. So does that make sense? Yeah, it does yeah. make sense. And I mean, and and I can imagine for a lot of women, there is some fallout from all of that because it's a huge shakeup. Right. Everything changes. Right. Everything. And um, and then and burnout is for real. Yeah. I have been there and done the burnout thing. And you know, with with my company, the 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 people that work with me, this is something that is on the table at all times. I'm like, do not allow yourself to get burnt. I mean, just don't, don't, mm-hmm. don't do burnout. And if you start to feel that way, or we start to notice you're going that direction, we're going to call you out on it and figure it out because it's right. not worth. It's just not worth it. Right, right. So then, of course, after losing Maddie, I felt like I understood and could help people through a grief recovery process, and and so I'm still doing that. And what it's done is it's taken me into understanding grief better, and that we don't know how to grieve as a society. Like, we just are not very informed. I agree. And I mean, and can, I mean, honestly, Angie, can you ever get over the grief of losing a child? I don't know. So that's a really good point um, because I started reading this book. It's called The Recovery Handbook, The Grief Recovery Handbook. Okay. And one of the very first things they said in this book was, that there is a belief out there that if you lose a child in particular, that you are forever heartbroken, okay? And and I was thinking, okay, tell me more. And now this has been—I just recently read this in the last few months. Okay. And, and so I thought, well, that's interesting. What are they going to say about it? Because he gave a story about a woman who—they were in this grief group together, 
And she was expressing just how much pain she was in because her daughter had committed suicide. Oh, and this was yeah. like several years before. And she she was saying, I'm permanently heartbroken. And ah, so, so there, there she said, the, she okay, said this it. is what it is and this is what I believe. Yes. Right. And then he said, he said to her, are you? Are you permanently heartbroken? He said, because do you think about your daughter a lot? And she said, yes. Are you always sad when you think about your daughter? And she said, no. And he's like, so there's many times in which you think about her and you actually have fond memories of her? And she said, yeah. And he said, well, I invite you. Because a lot of people wouldn't say anymore, right? If, if you said, well, I'm permanently heartbroken. You're like, yep, I accept of that. Of course, Got yeah. It. Yep. Well, he's— He's challenging that paradigm because it's a belief that a lot of professionals and books, they all will contribute to that idea that we have to be permanently heartbroken after the loss of a child or any significant loss. Right. And and the thing is, it doesn't serve us to heal, to believe that. This is so true. It is. And, and do you think part of it is that we're supposed to, we, like we're in a mindset of we're supposed to be heartbroken for the rest of our right. life? Yes, yes. It's mm-hmm. it's a, a thing that most people wouldn't challenge. And so when when he said that, I thought, oh my gosh, that's so true. Because if you start, if you you get in this victim mentality of I'm wounded right. and I will forever be wounded, how do you heal if you continue to believe that? So the difference is, is that when we lose someone we really love, that it's not if we move forward that we're forgetting them. Right. Absolutely. It's not like you're like, I'm forgetting them. It's just oh, no, that not at all. there is something that has to be healed. It's a very deep wound that needs to be healed. But right. then that person does not want you to live out the rest of your life in exactly. grief. Exactly. Right? I mean, I wouldn't No, You don't want people right. to live their life that way. Right. So it just helped me to shift in not feeling sorry for myself and really just feeling like I'm going to honor her by being the best that I can be and moving forward. And I've actually been doing that for a couple of years. I really have. It's, I can't imagine it's like something that happens overnight. Right, Obviously, it it's a process, a it huge is. process. But it's it's worth the time you put into it to go through the process. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have experienced grief at one of the deepest levels someone can possibly, possibly experience, and you're now coming out and saying, you can work through all this. You can work through anything. You can work through anything. It is so true. I mean, you know, I think, um, so let's go to, I love the fact that you're working with, you said, conscious women. So women that are, I'm aware that I need to work on things. I'm aware, you know, I'm not going to like, I'm I'm going to accept this and be open to it because mm-hmm. that because that's where healing can really happen, right? Right. Right. So let me explain how I went from working with women who are divorcing and grieving, right, um, to conscious women leaders. Because I feel like I've been in the goo mish, like I mean, <laughs> the goo of metamorphosis, especially in November, December, because I was going along my happy way, and and then I and then I just started getting some guidance, internal guidance that I need to do some shifting. And so as I'm working and realizing that I need to understand grief and trauma better, that's what it's done. I've really gotten deep into understanding how to heal from grief and trauma. So the the behind the scenes work is the same. It's it's what I've been doing for a long time, only better. I've learned how to really create a safe space 
for women so that no matter what they're experiencing, they're they're not going to feel shamed. They're not going to feel judged. Truly, like it's been cr- incredible. So I have a group going right now for that. But so so how go from that to this? Well, what I realize is that women who are grieving and, and in the thick of grieving, sometimes they're not ready for coaching. Right. It's just the truth. Like I mentioned, a person going through divorce, they're not quite ready. Right. And readiness is everything. And then and then I did this little exercise to determine who is my ideal client, you know? And it, it was called a sage exercise because I do something called positive intelligence okay. coaching. And uh, so I went through this little exercise, and the person that came up in my mind while I was in a state of relaxation and, you know, clear thinking right. was a woman leader. You know, it wasn't someone who had just lost a child. It wasn't someone who was going through divorce, but it was this woman leader. And that led me down a path of questioning more and realizing that, okay, I've been resistant to working with these women who are overworked and overwhelmed right? because of the ego. And so what I mean is that a lot of the women that I work with now, they would not have originally come to, to me. They would have been resistant to coming to me. Ah, uh, because I've got it going on. I don't need your help. Yeah, yeah. Ah, and and, and okay. when I talk f- fluffy words like heal the heart and look at our grief and our trauma, it's like they don't want any part of that. They don't want any part of that. I Do you get what I'm it, saying? So it's kind of, are they more like type A? Yes. So they're afraid yeah, to show the warts. You know exactly. what I mean? Which is the strong one. Which we know. Everybody's got them, right? You know, it's it's that vulnerability. Yes. Um. It, and I think what I, I say this, and I please, if you guys who listen to you know this podcast, know how important this is. Vulnerability is how people are able to connect with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you are not vulnerable, then people are just like, you know, if you're just like, I am got it going on, everything's great. Right. There are no problems here. Well, of course that life on earth just comes with challenges, issues, right. you name it, right? I mean, right. it's earth school is hard. And so in order to connect with others, we have to be willing to be vulnerable. So, but my challenge has been, well, how do I meet them where they're at? Right. How do I meet them where they're at? Because I want to sometimes just go right into the heart of it, you know, the cause of it. And, and yeah, because right. I and see you, it. you can hit it right there and oh, they're absolutely. like, whoa, 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 I'm not ready for right. this much truth. Right. Yeah. Right. But what I've learned in the last few months is that I need to slow down. Mm-hmm. I need to meet them where they're at, which is at overwork and overwhelm. Okay. okay. So that's the symptom. Right, right, right. Overworked, overwhelmed, heading for burnout. I used to teach this, like I said, I, and people, it was very successful. So I, but I veered off, as I explained. And, but now I'm going to meet them where they're at. And yes, the ego's bigger. Like a lot of my most successful clients were like, they didn't need that. They came to me for something else, but they ended up getting a different transformation, which was much deeper. Okay, got it. They yeah. came to me for maybe, like business stuff, like I want to make more money and do blah, blah, blah. But they ended up getting that, but they also got a deeper transformation of connection and closeness with people that they love and the people they want to impact. So I love it. So the overwork and overwhelm is where I'm meeting them and stress relief because we all are stressed out. Exactly. And so instead of talking about grief and healing and stuff like that, that's how I'm doing it. Now, the behind-the-scenes work 
is the same stuff. Right. It's, right. it's grief and it's trauma because here's the thing. These conscious women leaders do not know that they are grieving. There's a lack, there is a lack of an awareness. Okay. Because they wouldn't call it grieving and they wouldn't call it trauma. They would oh, okay. not. But did you know that overwhelm is an experience of trauma in the body? There's no difference. Like overwhelm equals trauma. I, I can see that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so you are, this is that they're comfortable with saying I'm overwhelmed and overwhelmed. Exactly. Exactly. But not comfortable saying, hey, I'm dealing with trauma exactly. from something in the past. And and I love this because, you know, when you are overwhelmed and overworked, we you're not keeping yourself open mm-hmm. to the things that could be bringing great joy to you. Right. You're missing them because you're so like, I'm just, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. You're in there. Right. I got to do, 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 do. As opposed, now, is part of this helping them to understand the importance of quiet time, meditation? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. people that don't meditate, I, I mean, I get it. You know, you, you think to yourself, oh, my gosh, I don't have 20 minutes to spend meditating mm-hmm, today. Mm-hmm. But, man, once you really get into meditation, it's, yeah. it, is, it is food for your soul. It is so important. Like, I love meditating. I love it. I look forward to it. I always have insights. Mm -hmm. It just makes everything better. I want to say something about that. Let's go. So when it comes to trauma, um, because I love meditation. I do it every day. When someone's traumatized, however, it can almost create a different reaction that they don't want. Okay? Ah, Not always. Right. But if they are trying to run away from their feelings— when they meditate and they slow down, they all come crashing in. Right. And so you don't, if someone's been traumatized and they really are and they have this, you know, they just, they don't feel safe being slowed down. Like they're always go, 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 always listening to something, you know, mm-hmm. just always on the run. Right. That rat race, fast pace. Then sometimes to jump into meditation is not the first point. Okay, starting that makes point. sense. Yeah. And yeah, I've, I can think back over the years of certain people who were really traumatized by certain things, and they wouldn't, they would not do it. They would not sit down because it made them them feel worse. Right. So, so to heal from trauma, there's there's two essential steps to start. Okay. And the first one is you got to feel safe in your body. You actually have to feel safe in the body. Right. Because the body is also known as the subconscious or the heart or you know any of those terms and. So you do need to learn how to feel safe. And there's ways to do that. You know, you can do different energy techniques. Um, you can do breathing. Now, you might think, well, breathing is similar to meditation. Right. But not necessarily. Like right. um, just a few couple minutes of deep breathing or what's called a, a PQ rep. Um, a PQ rep. So if you, you've heard of IQ, intellectual yes. quotient. Right. And then you've heard of EQ for emotional intelligence. Right. Well, there's PQ which is positive intelligence. It's a, that's, I'm studying to be a positive intelligence coach. Okay. And so a PQ rep, and I'll demonstrate this if you want to try it. Let's go. I'm ready. It's so simple. I want want Um, some positive. What it does is in a short little amount of time, it rewires the neural pathways of the brain to stop the saboteur thoughts. All right. And to increase what we call the sage brain, which is higher self or... However, you want to define that. Okay. And so, so this is just one little PQ rep. 
So okay. You want to close Let's, your eyes? I will close my eyes, everyone out there, unless <laughs> you're driving. Yeah, yeah, unless you're driving. <laughs> close your eyes. Okay, we're ready. So just take the finger and the thumb of the right hand or right left hand? if you're left-handed. Okay, I'm right-handed. And and just rub that the finger and the thumb gently together, very, very gently, so gently that you notice the ridges on your fingertips. Slightly rub them together and take a deep breath and let it out. And if thoughts come, just let them go. And now take both hands together, gently touch the palm of both hands and the fingertips, and you're gently rubbing the hands together, feeling the sensations of the hands. And take another deep breath. And now just take one hand, put it over your heart. And take a deep breath. And just notice your seat, where, wherever you're sitting, just notice your seat. You can even notice your feet on the floor. And just allow yourself to come into this present moment where you don't have to figure anything out. And if you hear any sounds now, focus upon any maybe sounds that are the furthest away sound that you could hear right now. And now, what's the closest sound that you can hear right now? Take another breath. And if you haven't noticed the sound of your own breathing, just notice your breathing. The sound of your breathing. All right. When you're ready, you can just open your eyes. That was just a couple minutes. That was nice. Just, I mean, yes. it's so simple. I mean, I, I did touch. My eyes even watered a really? little bit. Yeah, I don't know why, but I was like, oh, is there some sadness in there? Yeah. I got to get, who knows, right? Who knows, right. But that right. is so, and I love that kind of stuff because we, you know, you can be positive. You can wake up positive and be like, this is right, my day. Right, right, right. La, 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 la. And then something happens, you're like, Oh, come, I just came crashing down, you know, and it's, and, and it's hard sometimes to realize it's, that's, you know, that's not the end of the world. I mean, right. like quiet, shh, it's okay. Move forward, figure out what to do. You know what I mean? It's like every day can bring you on a little bit of a roller coaster ride if you let it, but if you take that time to like connect mm -hmm. be quiet, you know, Notice we went that. into the body, and so a PQ rep is just an intense focus on a body sensation. It could be something visual. Right. Like I could be looking, I could do a PQ rep right now with you. Okay. By really examining your face and looking at all your color of your eyes and just really tuning in to your face. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I'm, you can feel someone's presence when they do that, right? Oh, yeah. Right. right. That's like major connection with exactly, someone. Exactly. Exactly. I love it, Angie. Yeah. Thank so you. Just a two that minutes. was such a nice deal to do. And, and most people who resist meditation have no problem 
with the body. Right. That helps you to start to feel safe. Right. After you do this enough times. And the second step to healing trauma is to feel support, a felt sense of support in your body. Right. Okay. And right. if you think about your life, Mish, over the years, have you ever felt really truly safe and supported with somebody? Like, hey, they got my back. Yeah. Yes. I, yes, I have. And when you feel safe and supported, can you not do more? Accomplish yeah. more? Well, of course. And I think having those people in your life, but also you yourself mm-hmm. feeling like you you can support yourself as well. You right. don't always want to be looking to the outside for support. You yourself have to feel like, you right. know. It's a felt sense of safety within you. Yes, That's exactly. The key. It's, not, it's not coming from out here. Right. But when you have that, when you feel that within yourself, you can just about accomplish anything that you really want. Then you go for the joy. Then yes, you go for the creativity. It's amazing. So I love this. I mean, and it's so funny because this is a lot of the things that I've been working on with the tell. Yeah. I oh yeah. Tell. I mean, you know, because yeah. um that whole feeling of like, you know, I've been I've been working I've, I've got alopecia, autoimmune. Mm-hmm. And what is autoimmune? It's your body attacking itself. So they're like, why am I t- attacking my body? And right. so one thing like Okay, I don't have any hair, but now I'm starting to feel it in my joints, like mm. the like the arthritic yes, stuff is yes. happening. And since I'm not a big fan of pharmaceuticals yeah. or anything like that, I'm, I want to do all of this as natural as possible. But part of it has been my in my meditating is like you're like really love your body, like mm-hmm. really really love it, love your body, love what your body's done for you, love love what it does do for you. You know, I mean. I started thinking of things like I love that I can go on vacation with my daughter and I can, I mean, I can be on the go for hours at a time, <laughs> you know, yes. and she's a youngin, And so I'm keeping up where, you know, her and I will go on vacation and it will be like just crazy run around, see everything kind of thing. Uh-huh. And so it's like, honor, honor your body, be happy mm-hmm. with your body. Be thankful for your body, feel supported mm-hmm. and feel supported by your body and your own self. You know, don't constantly be looking to the outside of, oh my gosh, support me right now, you know, because, and, and I have noticed that that has, I've done that a lot lately, like less of calling people like, oh my God, my world just exploded. And okay, quiet, be at peace with this. Yeah. I think that's amazing. And, and I just want to make sure I'm clear that when you start to do that for yourself, you're not an island unto yourself. You're not overly independent. Right, right. right. You actually, once that happens and you establish that felt sense of safety in yourself and that support within yourself, you actually start inviting and asking for support. See, that's the irony of it, the paradox. Okay. Because people who are isolated and in a trauma state, in a fight, flight, freeze, amygdala, shutdown response, they're not going to ask for help. You see the this difference? This is true. This so, is so true. So just yes. note that the irony is that once you do feel that for yourself, then you say, you know what? It's subconscious, but it's like, I do deserve. I des- I am. I deserve to be supported, supported and right loved now. and asked for yes. help, and I'm worthy. And so, you know, so then you actually get more help. And I think this is an important note for people that are always the supporter. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yes. right. That's the leaders. Right, the right. That's the leaders. leaders, right? They're always the supporters. I'm fine. Yeah. Everything's yeah. great. People come to me and That's I right. help them. That's right. And I hear that all the time. With all my, the time. Yeah. And, and you need to be able to support yourself in order to be able to truly support others. You can't be, I mean, it, now you're taking on even more overwhelm and overwork yeah. by being the person that everybody comes to for support. And it feeds us. It feeds the ego. Yep, yep, yep. We need to be needed. Mm-hmm. And so there's no shame here at all. It's just, it's one of those things. Recognize it. Right. Recognize that, it. Yeah. That why? Like, why do we always need to be so busy? Exactly. You know, ask, we need to ask ourselves, why do we push ourselves so hard to where we get on this seesaw? Right. Uh, the seesaw up is... It's actually a stress response. So when we go, 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 go and push ourselves really hard, right. that's stress. Stress Very. feels like a lot of energy. Like, yeah. You know, it can right. feel and good. chaotic. But it's like pedal to the metal. Right. Think of stress. I won't pound on the table. Oh, but, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so the seesaw, when you're going up and you have a lot of energy, is when you are in a stress response. Now, in that stress response too long, it's obviously not good for you, right? Right. Yeah. But then— if we do go, 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 then we crash. There's the seesaws coming down. This is the trauma response. The trauma response is actually when we don't have any energy. Okay, oh, so that's a big okay. difference. Stress right, is we yeah. have a lot of energy, mm-hmm. not necessarily healthy. The, the downside is the trauma response where it feels very heavy emotionally in our body. Right. And we feel like we don't have the energy. Like, oh, I just want to stay in bed. You know, stay yeah, under the covers. Right. Everybody leave me alone. Yeah. Just, yeah, I got like, it. I love and it. And did you know that there's physical ailments associated with the trauma response? Specifically. I believe it. What it's, are it's they? It's inflammatory. It's autoimmune. Yeah. It's chronic it's fatigue. autoimmune, yes. Brain fog. I think I was so chronically fatigued for so long in my life that I forgot how to not be that. And so right. I, that's what I've been working on is the whole like, Quit fatiguing yourself. And gut and, issues. I want to throw gut issues oh, in. Oh, yeah. Gut is a big thing. Oh, I believe Those me. Those are trauma eat, responses. It's, yes. I'm the I'm the gluten-free, the dairy-free, the sugar-free. I'm working on all that gut stuff. But I can tell now when I'm in meditation and I'm asking, you know, I'm working on all this, the healing part, I can, it's like I can feel myself being healed and I know it because I start my stomach starts going gurgle, mm. gurgle, gurgle. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Thank you for all the <laughs> healing. You know, so I right, tell awesome. people where they can find you. Yes. Um harmonyharbor.com is my website. And when you go out to my website right now, it's gonna have it's gonna talk a lot about loss and grief and so forth. So I'm still in the midst right now of updating that to reflect the conscious woman leader. Just gotcha. want people to be gotcha. aware of that. And um, and I also am gonna be teaching a class coming up January oh, 10th. Good. Um, and I've I, it's not out there yet, so this is brand new. Okay. Um, but it's three steps to stress relief after being overworked and overwhelmed. Nice. And I love then. It. And then that leads to a, I do a Heal Your Heart retreat, which I might even change the name of that. Um, Those women leaders might not like to heal your heart. Exactly. (laughs) But it's so important. It truly is. To heal your heart. It truly is. But this is awesome, Angie. I love it. So I have some questions that I want to ask you. So you are like, I love energy healing. Is there a new type of energy healing? I mean, I know we talked about the um, the PQ. Yes. Is there another one that you're like really into lately? Um, 
Well, uh, over the years, you know, my first love was emotional freedom technique. Uh, yes. Or tapping. Right, right, right. And so that's been from the very beginning. Right. In 2008. And when I started. And then and then I became certified as a hypnotist. Right. So that's also, all of these things work with the body. Exactly. I want you to know that. Like, they all work with the subconscious and the body. And then the healing codes. So um, this was back in 2014 that I okay. became a healing code practitioner. Um, so it's not new for me, but maybe for some people it really that is. That one's a new one for me. Yeah. I don't know that one. It's it's powerful. Um, my daughter, Maddie, she did not like tapping at all. Like <laughs> she, it, it, it caused it, her to confront um, some things that she just didn't want to feel yet. Right? Yeah, I get it. But when I introduced her to the healing codes, and I said, well, just try this, because they're healing centers of the body. So there's one like right between— the Your eyes. Eye. Okay. It's called the bridge. Okay. There's one right at the Adam's apple. Okay. One at the jawbone, so right at the back near near the earlobe. And then one at the temple. Okay. These are just four of healing centers of the body. And what the healing codes do is they work at a cellular level to heal all the cells of your body. Because remember, trauma is stored in the body's right. cells. Yeah, exactly. And so when you start applying the healing codes to whatever your issue is, I can do customized healing codes, then it starts to heal at a deep core wounding level. Very cool. And when Maddie tried it for the first time, she's like, oh my gosh. Like she knew something was happening. These are very powerful things that work with the body and the cellular memory of our lives and physical ailments. It It heals so many things. Well, and maybe not just your life. It could mm-hmm. be within your cells that you have that's been given to you from absolutely mom, dad, prior grandma, grandpa. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, how yes, that's awesome. And I have felt called to do a monthly healing circle for people. Ooh, where I'm going to do healing codes. I want to go to that. Yeah, I would love I mean, to know more about that. The healing codes that that sounds yeah. super interesting. To Alex me. Lloyd is the creator. Okay, been around I don't know if it's 20 years now, but it's been some time. And, uh, but I, I, I think that is a way for me to give back to the community and also build trust with people. Like if they're like hesitant, like, oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Angie. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Then, then they can try this and it will be free awesome. and that they can get it regularly. And yeah. So I'm excited about that. I like it. Uh, look for that back in to the community. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. On your website though, there are all these adorable pictures of you. What? part of town are you in? Oh, St. Charles. Okay. Kay I took was, those of me. Oh, did she? Yes. Good job, Kay Sondereger. We love you. Um, those were such great pictures. Thank you. And Thank you. So, and I kept thinking, where is she? Where? Downtown so St. see, Charles. I don't know a lot about St. Charles, so that's why. It's cute. Yeah. It, those are that. super cute. Yeah. Thank you. All right. One of the biggest, my, my big, you know, topic is always about kindness, which mm-hmm. you just talked about the healing circles, great yeah, kindness yeah. for people. What is there anything top of mind you can share with us about kindness when it comes to kindness you received, you gave, you witnessed? Sure. Top I mean, kindness. The the top thing that comes to my mind, Mish, is uh, I'm part of this group called the Inside Network. Sue Newman. I don't know okay. if you know Sue Newman, but she she and I met in BNI, and anyway, we've been together for some time. She created this group called the Inside Network, and. One of their missions is to always give back and to keep paying forward the mission of kindness. Right. I love it. And so Sue, this is, how do I explain it? Sue will send out a few names every week and say, 
this person's going through this. This person's going through that. Like different, maybe they lost someone they loved, or maybe they're having a hard time in the hospital, or they're having some sort of problem, right? Right. Emotional, right. mental, spiritual, physical. And so she gives us those names, and then I will write a card to them. And our group, not everybody, but whoever has the time or makes right. the time, will write a card to these people, and they send out care packages to people. And oh, so that's, cool. we pay $20 a month to be part of 10, and Sue uses that money to send out to people for care packages like this. And then I've always been a letter, like a card writer. So typically my goal was two cards a week, send out a handwritten note, two cards a week. And I'm with Sue sending this now, and then I have my Christmas cards. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a lot of cards. <laughs> but it feels so good to write those cards to a pure stranger and just say, hey, I heard from so-and-so that you're going through this and I'm sending you a lot of love and just know that you're not alone. Right. And that's so healing right there, right? I mean, there are people that I have on my, I call it, you know, my my healing vibe list, you know, like people that are in need that are in, that I am like sending them love every day. Yeah. There really is something to that. There's a, I mean, you know, huge. sending love to people is a huge deal, and 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 having that, that's a that's a cool community. I'm gonna need to talk to you about. Yeah, Sue. the inside network. Yeah, I love yeah. that. That's awesome. Good job, Sue. Yes. And good job you being yeah, a part of it you. and writing cards. I'm not so great at that, but I do love when people do that. Don't you like getting a handwritten <laughs> note in the mail? It's fun because you it know you, most mail is like oh, a bill, you know. So it's great you to get do something. send out cards. You know, if you, right, you right, know, right, right. Don't yeah, want to exactly. do the handwritten thing. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Well, Angie, thank you. Thank you for having it me. It is so great to catch up with you. I, I do want to know more about your healing story. That healing code thing is yes. got my brain, got my brain buzzing yeah. a little bit. And of so. course, energy medicine. I didn't mention that. Like, I'm huge into energy medicine and have been. I do a daily energy routine by Donna Eden. Um, and I, me and my husband do it together. Um, we do it every morning. Um, really, and we do energy something. medicine is. Yeah. I mean, to me, it it's is where it's the at. best. I mm-hmm. mean, it is. It's. It doesn't do anything crazy to your body. It's all yeah. in love and healing. And I love energy healing. Can I give one little tip? Go. So if anybody just feels very stressed and overwhelmed, well, I have so many tips. Like, what's the first <laughs> one I want to give? <laughs> um, this is a real quick one, but if you're feeling unsafe, because there's a lot of people who feel unsafe right now. Right. In the last yeah. two and a half years, our society's been traumatized. So what you do, this is a Donna Eden energy technique. Okay. And it works with something called triple warmer meridian. Okay. Triple warmer meridian is the part that governs fight, flight, or freeze. Okay? Gotcha. So when you do this, it helps your nervous system to calm down and you feel safe. Okay? So what you do is you rub your hands together like this. And you shake them out, just like, you know, like shake it off, shake it off. And you cup your hands and you put them over your eyes. Okay. And you take a deep breath and let it out. And then drag your fingertips over your eyebrows like this, over your eyebrows to the temples. Just hold it there at the temple and deep breath. Let it out. And then drag your fingertips behind the ears. This is following the line of the energy meridian. Down your neck over that vagus nerve. Squeeze your shoulders. And then rest your hands at your heart. And take a deep breath. And let it out. 
That's called triple warmer smoothie. It's a Don Eden thing. I, I do it every it. day. Simple. Like I have so many little things like that that. Well, thank you, Angie. I am ready for my day with all of that. This is awesome. I am. You're thank welcome. you for all that you're doing. Thank, thank you. you for being the person you are. And same to you. Oh my gosh, that's why Kay said she just loves you, <laughs> and I love you. Like it's been a long time. I know. So I'm coming to a healing circle soon. We get to hang out more. I love it. Thank you, Angie. You're welcome. And everyone out there, you've been listening to Mishmash Podcast. Go out, be kind and loving. Love you all. Bye. Bye.